I remember being in middle school when the concept of role-playing uh, was first introduced to me uh, by someone I was playing with online. It was described as the act of embodying a character or a specific role and collaborating with others to tell a story. And I think the act of role-playing in itself helped improve a lot of different facets of my life and helped me come out of my shell, so to speak. <laughs> my name is Gabriel. I'm the penman of Penman Ventures, and this is our first broadcast episode for our podcast, which is being released on Febu end of February, uh, February 28th. We recently went through uh, rebranding, where I'm shifting my focus from uh, medical writing services to more to a more creative outlet. I wanted to look at explore exploring creative writing and the different facets that go into uh, creativity, whether it's in art, media, and this podcast is meant to generally talk about various different interests and um, topics. So here we are, Benman Ventures, the first broadcast for a multimedia journal covered by a public health enthusiast. Now, today I wanted to talk about role-playing, the evolution thereof, and how it influenced, continues to influence, writing. Now, as I mentioned earlier, it holds a special place in my heart as something that helped me come out of my shell when I was very young. I went through a difficult childhood, not in a traditional sense, but I had trouble branching out and meeting new people. Um, I was in a specialized school till I was about four years old, um, specifically because I refused to talk to anyone <laughs> about anything, really. Um, and around middle school is where I started to branch out. Uh, today's episode is going to focus mostly on how role-playing could potentially improve someone's writing ability and the different other uh, benefits there are to dramatic play, drama, uh, theater, as the kids like to call it nowadays. I'm not that old myself. Who am I kidding? So here we're going to discuss that and welcome to Penman Ventures. So I was playing Star Wars Galaxies at the time, before the new game enhancements patch came out. Um, you know, that patch that ruined the game for everyone, kind of. Tried to turn it into a World of Warcraft clone. Uh, 
it was there where I met other players who were uh, creating posts that seemed very in character in a local cantina in Tatooine specifically. Um, it was one of the more popular hub zones for role players in the game at the time. And the idea intrigued me where I could go ahead and write for my avatar and embody uh, their persona and I don't have to worry about exposing myself so much. From there on, I've been in the role-playing community um, since then. I moved on to other video games such as World of Warcraft, uh, Guild Wars 1 and 2, played there for a while, and most recently I've been a part of the Final Fantasy XIV roleplay community, where I'm running in my own free company right now, where we host events occasionally, and have an ongoing storyline uh, between myself and all of my members. Now, the concept of role-playing has been in the wide media since the 2010s, just about, uh, thanks to Dungeons & Dragons primarily. It's probably one of the most famous or infamous uh tabletop role-playing games that are out there today and it's inspired countless other uh, tabletop RPGs since then including my personal favorite which is Fate Core. Um, most of these mediums, uh, most of these games focus on immersion and storycraft. It's designed to bring you into their world, so to say. But the concept has actually existed since long before Dungeons and Dragons. Um, the concept was actually actually has its roots that <clears throat> trace back as far as seventy A.D. Uh, there was a article I found written by Stephen Payne on DiceBreaker.com that talks about war games and how popular they were in the early days of civilization. These war games, these tournaments, uh, over time, shifted from fighting and violence to focusing more on storytelling and the creation of myths surrounding the people who participated in these tournaments and games. Um, when participants came onto the field, they were dressed up in ostentatious armor, displays, they were displaying their heraldries that provoked certain emotions from the crowds that were watching them. Um, over time, these tournaments and field games that inspired uh, legends and stories moved from the turning grounds to parlor halls where everything kind of scaled down to the form of tabletop games such as cards, chess. Um, the author of this article specifically brought up a game of consequence. The games here 
eventually became more accessible to the general public. And they... When they've got into the right hands, they inspired even more creations that promoted creativity and collaboration. And especially storytelling. Um, including games like Dungeons & Dragons, uh, which came out in... 1973, it was released by uh, Gary Gygax and David Arneson. And with the release of Dungeons & Dragons, there have been even more uh, popular mediums since that were released that helped inspire stories that could be transcribed into the written word. One book series that comes into mind immediately is Steven Erickson's Malazan Book of the Fallen series, which was also inspired by his own campaign he ran with his friend while in college. And it looks like it has more than 10 books so far. Imagine logging these sessions and creating it into a work of art that's your own. Inspiring, to say the least. And I could think of... Uh, several of my own stories that were inspired by similar interactions, specifically from online role-playing. And to this day, uh, me and my wife both are also considering writing our own story in a similar format, where we hop on a Discord channel and start a role-playing session with a homebrew campaign, and editing and creating a story as we go along. Uh, this isn't the only example of a husband and wife duo who get together in a room and use a roleplay as a means to create and develop a story. We roleplay every night, or nearly every night. We take breaks now and then, when time permits. Usually, though, it's nightly, often for hours. We find it invigorating, restorative, refueling. It strengthens our connection. In fact, it's one of the foundational pieces of our marriage. The role-playing we mean happens not in the bedroom, but in our office. We're, refer we're referring to our co-writing process. Years of nights working together to get into the heads and hearts of the characters we put on the page. The comparison to role-playing isn't unfounded due to the way we write together. Instead of exchanging chapters or wholly dividing duties, like one of us editing and the other drafting, for instance, we write everything together in real time in one room. Every sentence is proposed out loud, discussed, and incorporated once each of us feels the character's voice is reflected. This comes from an article written by both Emily Wibberley and Austin Siegmund Broca, published on the Writer's Digest. They're a writing duo uh, who have published popular romance novels since, using the style of writing, including, uh, most recently it looks like, Do I Know You?, a story where a married couple revisit their marriage from the perspective of two complete strangers learning to flirt with and love one another again. Uh, sounds very silly, but romantic and fun to put down to the page when you're both in the same room together. 
Um, like I said, these stories are not uncommon. We have examples from Steven Erickson, and I can bet at least two out of every five writers have written books in a similar manner based on an immersive experience they themselves had or have had with others, whether it's in collaboration or just a shared experience. Now, I could speak on the fact that a lot of role players nowadays also continue to log their sessions in their own Google Docs. It's becoming common practice, especially in the Final Fantasy community, where people would log uh, role plays into documents uh, using plugins so that they could go back and edit these logs later and maybe publish them in a different format or maybe remix them entirely to create into something entirely new. One major question that I've had for a long time, however, is whether or not role-playing actually affects someone's ability to, ability to write. I could safely say that it has positively affected uh, my own ability to write, uh, put pen to page, my speaking not so much, but that's a work in progress. After some research, I did find a journal article from the British Journal of Education um, that is titled, The Effectiveness of Role-Playing in Enhancing Creative Writing of English Major Students at Alcoots University. It was an interesting read, and I'll include a link to the journal article in the podcast notes below, um, but here are some of the highlights that I found within the text. Role-playing helps students to understand, evaluate, and appreciate text in a better way. It also helps them enjoy the literary text and thus look at the text from a beautiful perspective. Dramatic play was highly related to total word writing fluency, the study findings also show that dramatic play increases a student's ability to write texts related to creative writing. This result may be attributed to the fact that role-playing helps students to understand the literary text in a better way, and drama helps in improving students' creative writing skills by increasing their vocabulary fortune. Through the use of creative drama, students can actively take part in the learning process and they can discover their skills and creativity as well. It's assumed that creative drama activities can be an effective method to increase a student's writing capabilities. So we have confirmation that role-playing can help someone's ability to write and the implication of this, I can't help but smile, um, with the increasing popularity of VR and more widespread acceptance of the different mediums which we, we could roleplay through, there are an infinite amount of resources by this point and different ways to publish your imaginings in written format. I remember back in the early 2000s where we only had a few websites where you could publish your uh, works of art or creative writing, such as DeviantArt, 
Wattpad, fanfiction.net, or archive of our own. But now there's a myriad of ways where the written word could be reached to your audience. <laughs> Who remembers those sites back in the day? I certainly do. The accessibility we have to technology now is also outstanding. And there are so many different ways we could train the next generation in writing fluency and creative writing. And I can't help but look forward to what what else is published uh, in the next day or the day after. But I will say we should be careful about what is implemented and what is used uh, because it could also rob us of creativity. Um, I'm speaking, for instance, of artificial intelligence, uh, chat GPT, um, Google Bard, or I guess it's called Gemini now, uh, after the recent scandals with Bard that were on the news. We have to be careful not to rely on such technology too much. Uh, it could be a good tool for those who use it correctly, uh, but it could also depreciate the value of a lot of online content nowadays as we continue to see on sites like YouTube and Instagram, TikTok, utilizing AI technology to the detriment of viewers and overall the concept of creativity. Thank you for joining me today. Um, like I said, Penman Ventures is a multimedia web journal where I dedicate my time into diving into stories behind various works of art, media, news, and a myriad of what a myriad of interesting topics, whatever comes to mind in that particular day, or whatever my potential fans request in the near future. It is also a place where I chronicle my own journey as a storyteller and a creative. I hope to improve over time, but for those of you tuning in to this first episode of the Penman Ventures broadcast, thank you for spending time with me today. I look forward to hearing from all of you either on social media or on my website, www.penmanventures.com. I hope I improve over time and provide more thoughtful entertainment uh, to you and any other listeners out there. Thank you. I'll catch you next time.